Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Harrop. I've been in different leadership positions over the last 10 years. And the most fulfilling part of what I do is when I help other women within the workplace get promoted, which is why I started coaching in 2019 and helping women who weren't in the same company as me. If you wanna grow within your current role, be seen as a leader amongst your team and eventually get promoted into a larger role, this podcast is for you. Sometimes along the way, women realize that the growth might not happen within their current organization and change can be scary. So I also help women in the transition to finding a great fit in a new role with a new company. And many of my clients end up getting a 20K salary raise along with that transition. And that can be you. After all, the world needs more female leaders and I'm here to create them. I focus on confidence, self-awareness, communication, growth mindset, networking, and more. If you're ready to believe in yourself and take that action, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Next Level Leaders. I'm excited to talk to you today about how to talk about being fired from a job or really any sort of gap in your resume. Let me take you back to Monday, April 3rd, 2017. I came into work like it was any other day. And honestly, we had a open floor concept. So everyone sat at tables and had, you know, their desk space and all that good stuff. I had obviously come in from the weekend and was getting myself organized. I remember I had dumped out the entire contents of my purse, which if you've ever hung around me or if not, you would quickly know I am obsessed with lip glosses. I had several lip glosses in my bag and I needed to get a little organized. So I remember I had dumped everything all over my desk. Everything was a mess and I had gotten a Slack message from my boss and he said, hey, can you come upstairs to room 501? I think it was, um, for example, It was on the next floor above, and I thought, sure, no problem. And I didn't even bring my laptop. I left everything that I had at my desk, including all of my contents of my purse that was a disaster that I was working on organizing and getting back into sorts after the weekend. And as I was walking up the stairs, I thought to myself, huh, this is the room we typically fire people in because it's right by the elevators of that floor and there wasn't anyone who worked right near those offices to see if someone caused a scene, for example. It was right next to the front desk person and, again, easy access to the elevators. So previous to this, as I was a leader, I had many experiences where I was part of the process in helping pack up someone's desk, for example, who didn't pass our training and weren't going to be a good candidate for the company that I worked for. So I knew how, how things went. I knew that if you were being called to that particular office, not always, it wasn't like that was the designated office for any reason, but we always joked about it whenever there was a meeting in there. I had helped pack up people's desk space and brought their contents and put it in 
a little tiny box and brought it up and set it by the door while they were being let go. And it's never easy, even if I wasn't a huge fan of the person who was getting let go, it was never an easy process. As I was walking up the steps, and as I mentioned, I had the thought go through my mind that this is the meeting room that people get let go in, I quickly changed my frame of thinking of saying, no, like you've had no indication that you are going to be let go for whatever reason. I had started there as an OG, so to say, for that office. And the prior week, we had a meeting at the end of the week saying how some changes were happening, but our boss assured us that our positions were not going to be affected. Because of that, as I walked up those stairs, I had the confidence and that my boss needed to chat with me really quickly and I would be back to my desk in no time to get everything acquainted and have a great start off to my week. Well, I am a big person who can sense energy, and as I made my way over to that room, I could feel the tension. I could feel that energy, and not good energy by any means. So I knew that nothing good was about to happen. And I sat down, my boss was there, and again, I had been with him also since the beginning. I reported to him for the entirety of my almost three years that I was working for that company. And I sat down and our HR representative had flown in from San Francisco. So again, you also know that that can't be any good. And with a very tense face holding back some emotion, my boss had some paperwork and he said, I'm sorry to inform you of this, but our company is restructuring our organization. And because of that, we have to let go of some of our leaders. And today is going to be your last day with this company. Which I'll never forget, you know, the shirt that I was wearing and how I instantly felt in that moment. Uh, Certainly a sense of betrayal because I have seen other people leave the company on much better terms. So I felt like the loyalty that I had shown to that company uh, to then have it be turned around and to be laid off in that type of a way was really hard on me. I had also found out on that previous Friday that I was pregnant after struggling uh, to get pregnant for three years. We had a successful round of IVF and I was trying not to stress because I knew that that couldn't be good on my own health and, you know, trying to make sure that this pregnancy was going to be a successful pregnancy and trying to go through all of the motions and everything. And I was definitely in shock. I didn't even know what to say. I knew he had mentioned multiple leaders. So I asked if he could clarify who else or not necessarily who, but how many leaders they were going to be letting go. He realized he probably shouldn't have shared that information, said that he couldn't tell me anything, and basically sent me on my way. And I grabbed my box of belongings, and I left. And I I sobbed. I was very upset. And I quickly text some of the other leaders 
because I had no idea. I had hoped that none of them were affected, but I also myself would have preferred a little bit of a heads up. And not too long afterwards, my one of my close friends walked out as well and said she was let go. And so was one of our other colleagues who I had worked with at a previous company as well. So this was the second time we had gotten to work together. We got laid off on the same day, and that was really hard on all of us. So I wanted to share that story as a preface because I've been in those shoes. Uh, Granted, this was more of a layoff than actually getting fired for performance, but I wanted to bring it up because no matter how you leave a company, whether you quit because it was a toxic environment because you were part of a mass layoff, which I've seen so many of these happening recently. And also, if you get fired from your job, how do you have a conversation around that or even potential gaps between employment? Now, I'm going to use an example of someone who reached out to me yesterday on Instagram DMs who was asking for help because they had worked for a company for a few short months and decided it wasn't a right fit for them. And instead of quitting or waiting until they found another job, uh, they ended up stopping showing up, I believe, and getting fired. Uh, Whatever ended up leading up to that, I'm not entirely sure. It's not totally relevant. But this person was fired and they were worried because they've had other interviews with other companies and they weren't getting offers. So she said, how can I talk about how I was let go or why I left without having someone have red flags about me, right? If you say, hey, I'm applying for the exact same role, but at a different company, how do you know that things are going to be any better in that new company than they were at this one that you decided wasn't a right fit for you? And I want to talk about The first step of taking inventory of what went wrong in that time period. So for this person who reached out, my advice to her was to reflect on what went wrong in the initial interview process for the company where things didn't work out. Did she do her due diligence in researching the company and what their values are and you know, potentially even connecting with people on LinkedIn and asking, do you like your job? Tell me more about it. Uh, Getting a bigger picture than a small view that is provided by the company. I prompted her to say, what questions did you ask when you were initially applying for this position? And Do you feel like they were answered in a way that you felt you would be a good fit for this company? You want to make sure it goes both ways, that you're a good fit for this company just as much as they are a good fit for you. So once you take that inventory and recognize what was working or what wasn't working, that's when if someone asks you, hey, why are you looking for a new job or what was the reason for you leaving your past job. Then you can say with confidence, this next piece is crucial, is that confidence piece in saying, I'm so glad that you asked. I know that I have only been at this other company for a few short months, so that is a very understandable question that you'd be curious as to why I left. 
And I have reflected back on my employment there to determine where I could have made changes to have made a better initial decision. In the end, it wasn't a right fit for me, but I was trying to be a right fit for that company so much because I needed a job that I was trying to fit into a mold that wasn't meant for me. And I didn't quite realize that and how big of a problem it was going to be for me and my personal values or morals or whatever that might be until I started at this company and getting immersed into the culture and recognizing that it was not a right fit for me. Then this next part is key. So you've done the inventory of what what could have gone better. And then you're taking ownership of those things and speaking with confidence about what happened and your ownership of that. And the third piece, again, crucial, is what you are going to do differently to ensure that this does not happen again. And what I recognized that I was missing is I wasn't asking enough questions at the end of each interview to help me determine if I would be a right fit for that company and if the company would be a right fit for me. So what I'm doing is more thorough research of the company and about the company, as well as asking specific questions to ensure that it would be a good fit both ways and creating any additional connections I can along the way to best understand how people work at these different organizations, again, ensuring that I am making a great decision because I know it can be costly to replace someone after only being employed for a few short months. And I never want to have to go through that again or have a company need to replace me. And that's what I'm working to prevent going forward. Again, this might be different based on your situation, your circumstances. It could be that you've taken a break to take care of a loved one who has been sick. You, it could be for being a stay-at-home mom and taking a break to raise your little ones, especially during the pandemic when there were companies that expected women to be working and, and not be able to prioritize their children depending on the type of uh, position that you were in. And it forced a lot of women who are parents to take a step down in their career while they made the best decision for their families. Some things you can certainly cover on a resume as far as a gap, whether that be here locally. We have a lot of people who are part of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who serve a two-year mission. And that could be listed as something where they're doing a service and so they aren't employed during that time. Being a stay-at-home mom, you can add to your resume as far as something that shows how you are filling those gaps. Helps people who are reading your resume tell a story without being confused. The last thing you want to do for someone is create confusion or have them questioning things on your resume because they will quickly lose interest. I know that talking about being let go from a position or that shame that could potentially be around it, I want you to know uh, many people in, in very successful roles 
have been fired from positions. I loved when I attended a networking event in September of last year, and Tan France was the main keynote speaker. And he talked about getting all of these different jobs, sometimes lasting only a few hours or several days or only a matter of a few weeks. And he said that his goal was to join different companies to gather the skills that would help set him up for success. And as soon as he learned the thing he felt like he needed to know at each particular company, he straight up quit. So if you feel like you have to have this perfect background and you're miserable in your job because you want to quit, but you feel like you have to stick it out, know that there are ways to be able to confidently communicate what happened in a way that helps you be seen as self-aware, confident, and someone who has that ability to recognize and analyze what happened and how you want to make it different going forward. So many companies talk about failing forward, fail fast, and get back up again, right? Why can't that apply to your job? It certainly can. And there's a way that you can approach that in your about me when you're applying for jobs so that people who read your resume want to schedule an initial interview with you and even more beyond that. If you have questions or want more information or need specific advice like this gal who reached out over on Instagram, I would love to have you join the Facebook community or the Slack group that I've created and have people who are here to give you advice, who are in your corner, who want to help women be successful. Check out the links in the show notes and I am excited to continue the conversations there. All right, until next time, we'll see you later.